welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, May the 9th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's beauty. I wish you God's life today. My friends, we have begun another week. We are now on the fourth week of Easter. Uh, Again, um, I think as I mentioned it last week, that we are about at that halfway point. Uh, of our celebration. I think we'll hit that sometime in the middle of this week on our 50-day journey through this Easter season. So we continue to celebrate the life of God in our midst, if not just the resurrection of Jesus. And and even to put just in front of that is, is horrible. But we continue to celebrate God's presence, um, that incredible gift that incredible action that God and life and light are stronger than death and darkness and whatever darkness is going on within you, whatever death you are experiencing, our God is is stronger. Our God has overcome. And just to invite and allow God to be with you in the midst of that place and know when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we need not fear that evil. For our God is at our side with his rod and his staff that keep us filled with hope and comfort. Uh, and, and eventually, my friends, walk us out. Eventually. I don't know what that time frame is, but eventually. I know that to be true. So yesterday we had uh, what's called in, in the, the Catholic Church Good Shepherd Sunday. And it, it usually focuses on John chapter 10. Well, interestingly enough, we're going to hear John chapter 10 today and tomorrow. Tomorrow's gospel will actually be a portion of what we heard yesterday, if you went to Mass at a Catholic church. Um, either way, don't worry. It's all good stuff. And, and it's all going to, again, focus on that same idea of Jesus being that good shepherd. In fact, he's going to just walk us right down that road. So today, uh, John chapter 10, verses 1 to 10. It ends with that wonderfully famous line, so stick around for it. John 10, 1 to 10. Let's break open God's Word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as the shepherd calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, the Pharisees did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So he said again, Amen, amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. 
A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that good? So again, Jesus here, brothers and sisters, is not just using, uh, you know, wonderful imagery. And he is. You know, none of us are, are shepherds. And, and I don't know how many of us have been around sheep. And, and my hand is not going up with, with that question. And so, I mean, we learn. I mean, all these images of, of sheep and shepherds, in a sense, are lost on us because we're not an agrarian society. And we know the stories that, you know, we hear of people that uh, have, have put on the shepherd's own clothes, you know, and gone out there and tried to call the sheep and the sheep didn't come. And we hear stories of, of them putting on the clothes and going out and using the same voice inflection or the same words or whatever. The sheep don't do anything. But as soon as that person, the shepherd, the actual shepherd goes out, the sheep really do hear and know the voice um, and, and will follow but they won't follow others. And so again, you know, we, you, you, can, you can look on that. We all, we all, we've all heard those. And, and really, it's, it's a marvelous way to point at what Jesus is doing. But even before we dive into that, I think it's important to realize, you know, he talks about people that are, are not entering through the gate and, and they're robbers. And, and, you know, he is the one that's entering through the gate. But anybody else out there is to... to you know, it says to, to steal and slaughter and destroy. So who's he talking about here? He says, um, he, all, <clears throat> excuse me, all who came before me are thieves and robbers. So is he saying that Isaiah, who came before him, is a thief and a robber? Is he saying that Jeremiah and Ezekiel and, and Micah and Zechariah and Hosea and, and, you know, Amos and all those wonderful prophets, are, are they? And Elijah and, and, and Elisha and, and Moses. No, I don't think he's saying that at all. He's already complimented them. He uses different imagery, right, for them. You know, we think of that one with the, uh, the wine press and building the, uh, the vineyard and sending people to collect the payment and things like that. Um, I think this is a direct shot at the Pharisees. I think he's saying, listen. And again, this shows the strength of who Jesus was. He's not afraid to name a truth. Now, it doesn't stop him from loving them. He's simply saying, I need to hold a mirror up to you as to what you're doing. That you are the ones who are attempting to steal these sheep and, and move them in a direction that they do not need to go, nor desire to go, nor are called to go. And, uh, and, and he, I mean, literally to say a thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy because they're all about their own self, right? Their own kingdom, their own well-being. Um, and, and their means are not as important as the ends which serve them. And that really sheds that light on who these Pharisees are and how they're attempting to uh, minister, if I can use that word in quotation marks, to the crowds. But Jesus says, listen, the sheep aren't listening to you because you are thieves and robbers. 
The thief comes to steal and destroy. But I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The sheep know my voice. They hear my voice. And they, and they follow. So I think a couple of points here, my friends. And that is this. Um, point number one. Do we want to allow ourselves to be led? I mean, really, that is the foundation upon everything in this gospel upon which it, it revolves. Do we want to allow ourselves to be led? Question number one. Question number two, if we do, if we do, how do we make sure we're hearing the right voice? Right? Because, my goodness, we can say, okay, I'm going to let myself be led, and then simply be led in a place that is not life-giving which already kind of gives you a clue as to where I'm going. But let's talk about the first. And my friends, I don't want to, my question is not to, to point. My question is not to guilt. My question is not to judge. I do think it is the question. I, and well, let me, let me speak about me. And I'm not trying to make this podcast about me. I, I do want to speak about me though, because I think maybe in, in, in giving example, you can find yourself within it. Brothers and sisters, I think, by and large, I really do wish and desire for God to lead me and for me to be led. But I'm telling you, on a day-to-day basis, some days are better than others. And some days, I simply, my heart is hard. Uh, it is petrified. It is not desirous at all uh, to pray or to um, interact or, or whatever. I'll, I'll slap a mask on or whatever that would be. But for whatever reason, that um, I'm just not in the space where I wish to be malleable. I wish to be vulnerable. I wish to invite and allow God. And, and, Brothers and sisters, I'd love to be able to say, oh, it's because some great hurt came my way and I'm angry. No, no, nothing, nothing like that. I'm simply, maybe I'm comfortable. Maybe I'm tired. Um, maybe I just need more control that day. Maybe I'm feeling insecure. Maybe it's just going through the motions. I say this again, not to elevate nor denigrate. I say this because that's, that's, that's real. But yet I know, I know, um, I know that desire that is there. And, and so, and sometimes that can wax and sometimes that can wane. And I wish that it didn't wax or wane based on my feelings. And I've, I've been a minister for 30 years. I, I am deeply in love with God. But I know my humanity. Again, I say this not to make this about me. But I say this to, in a sense, free you and say, do you see yourself within that? Are you being good to yourself within that? And I need you to remind me, by the way, to be good to myself in the midst of that too. 
because I'll judge myself a lot, as I suspect you do to you. Brothers and sisters, our God loves us in the midst. And, and I think the, the only real question is, today, not what did I do yesterday, what did I do Saturday, what did I do Friday, today, do I wish to allow myself to be led right now at this moment? And if not, rather than pretending that I do, rather than trying to put a mask on in front of God, or simply ignoring the question, to look in and say, what's really going on? What's going on within me today that I don't want to? Is that too much energy? I, I, I don't know. So that's question number one. Do we wish to allow ourselves to be led? Again, I think that is the spiritual question. And then two, how do we make sure we're being led by the one who is, uh, is our, the sheep gate, the, the shepherd? Hmm? Well, again, I think that last line helps us understand that, right? A thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Are our actions leading us toward division and hurt and harm and deceit and undermining and destroying what we've built up in relationships that we have with ourselves, with our God? Do we have to hide behind something? Um, If so, I think we know the answer to that question, right? Or are we being led to places that build up and affirm and um, uh, rejoice with and, and comfort and, and empathize and strengthen, right? I mean, it's, it's the, the old adage that Joshua said, I've set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Choose life then, right? We know it. We experience it every day. So how do we, how do we open ourselves to make sure we're better discerning? Well, the first is, my friends, the Word of God. The Word of God, and you're doing it right here. Um, and, and how do we just sit with it and allow our God to wash over us? You know, Jerome said this so, so many years ago. St. Jerome, by the way. Not, you know, Jerome... Ford, Jerry Ford, the president. Um, St. Jerome, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. And so if indeed that's true, and I do believe it is true, um, how can we be followers? How can we be led by that one without knowing more about the one, without knowing where this one will lead us and where this one is inviting us, right? who and how this one is inviting us to be. So the first thing I'd say is is immersing ourselves in Scripture. The second thing I'd say is simply to sit and listen. Sit and listen for the one. And and, And I would do that in prayer. I would do it in silence. But it isn't just there that we listen. We listen through the voices of those we trust. We listen because there is nothing and, and no one that God cannot and will not use. We listen 
through the music we listen to or the TV shows we watch or the books we read or the, the, the conversation we overhear on the bus or whatever it is. We listen in the midst of nature. We listen for that voice. Ultimately, within that quiet place where we commune with God called our conscience, right? We listen. If we're going to allow ourselves to be led, we, we immerse ourselves within the Word. We listen. And the last thing I'll say is surround yourself with people that affirm who you are and strengthen who you are in, in your life with God and in that life of of goodness. And now again, not perfection. That's not it. Surround yourself with people who are life-giving to you and allow you to be who you are and speak your language so you in turn can be life-giving for others. And if someone is not doing that in our life, we need to ask ourselves, what on earth? What, why, am I, why am I inviting them to be a part of this? Because a thief steals and slaughters and destroys but I have come, Jesus says, that we may have life and have it to the full. Do we, my friends, desire to be led today? Not yesterday, not tomorrow, today. And if so, how can we open ourselves well, as well as we can today, to hear the voice that will lead us, knows us by name, and will invite us forward? Let's pray. We begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first sorrowful mystery, the agony in the garden. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, we have begun another week. May it be filled with every good thing. Be well.